everyone, and thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis. And I'm his co-host, Alyssa. Yeah, and today we have Dan and Brandon Summers from Advantage Heating and Air Conditioning. Yeah, so how are you guys doing today? Great. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, so I think this is uh, our first uh, father-son combo that we've had in. It's pretty cool. Nice. uh, uh, Maybe start with Dan. What would you say it is that you do? So, um, you know, we got to start way back when I first started with uh, $350 in a pickup truck, and I ran around just trying to figure things out. Um, But through through that whole process, I actually ended up, realizing that the company is um companies kind of missed it when it came to culture when they under when i began to understand how uh important employees are and i changed the culture to that rather than looking at them as expendable looking at them as we need to train them um if you take a, a pyramid and you turn it upside down Um, I'm not at the top. I'm at the bottom because it's my job to lift everybody else up. Mm. Um, It's my job to lift, you know, the general manager. It's his job to lift the managers. It's his job. And it's their job to lift up everybody that works. And all the way to the apprentices, it's the journeyman's job to lift up the apprentices so that they can become better. Um, When when I form you, when I got that revelation, um, really our company began to change and morph and grow. And I'm going to turn it over to Brandon because he watched it as a young a young boy helping me count quarters on the floor. <laughs> Literally, we would count quarters on the floor and try to and, – and he learned a lot about business just by, just by seeing what had to happen because he thought I was rich. Man, we got all this money. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I said – Quarters don't go as far as you think it do. <laughs> I remember him. You're so rich, Dad. And I said, no, wait, no. No, I took a pile and I said, this has to go back into the company so that we can continue to, to uh, grow. This has to go into gas. This has to go into buying. And, and it was really neat because we had the quarters out there. Right. And at that moment, uh, part of the company was a vending business. And that's why we had all the quarters. I mm-hmm. didn't explain that from the beginning. Right. Uh, that was a very small part, but it was really a great learning experience for Brandon and, and the, other, the other two. Yeah. So what do you think, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I do, I, I do remember that actually pretty vividly. And I, there was kind of a duality going on because on one hand, you know, the, the business and a couple other businesses were really trying to get off the ground. So for a few years, it was like, man, we, you know, I, I got to an age as a kid where I realized we have no money. And why don't we have any money? Dad, why don't you go get a job? Why don't you make more money? Because I was understanding, you know, you could make $10, $20, $30 an hour. Um, but then on the other hand, I was learning a lot about business. And I think it kind of was a catalyst for some, some entrepreneurial tendencies within myself. Um, I never, I mean, as a kid, I was always sort of working in and out of the family business, whether it was cleaning the shop or cleaning parts or you know, occasionally going to work with dad or lots of times going to home shows and things like that. So I was around that a lot, but I never really planned on being part of the family business beyond, you know, my teenage years. And then I went and got a real job and all that. Um, (laughs) But fast forward to when I moved back to Salem from Portland, I was up there for about eight years and was looking for something new. I started selling for um, Advantage. And then it really was the the culture that he was talking about that led me to take it a lot more seriously as um, 
in a way, a business venture because HVAC really isn't super interesting, right? <laughs> it's not <laughs> so, exciting. It's, <laughs> it's not, not, it's yeah. not sexy. It's not glamorous. There's right. not a whole lot of fun as far as the product goes, at least not for me, because unlike my dad, I was never very mechanically inclined. Um, but what I noticed was, man, if I did start my own business and I had my own company, the way that we go about doing things internally is really the way that I would want to do it. So slowly mm. making a shift from, uh, I don't know if I'm you know, really passionate about the product to, well, I'm super passionate about how we're doing business. And that was always super fascinating to me, listening to guys like Simon Sinek and Gary Vee and, and those kind of guys realizing that they had kind of a different philosophy on how business could work internally. And that got me super excited. And so from there, um, I started doing some of the marketing and started being a lot more involved um, in the actual business side of things itself. And that's, that's, morphed and transformed over the years as we've gone on. But um, that really was the eye-opening thing for me after a couple years selling was this could actually be something really cool and really fun and interesting, whether or not I'm super passionate about the mechanics of it, the mechanics of the business. That's what I'm really well, loving. And Brandon came to me and he said, you know, I'm, and he, he top salesman. I mean, one of the very top salesmen, way better than I ever was. And, uh, he was doing sales. He was doing great. And he came to me and he said, you know, I'm kind of done doing sales. But his, his passion that he was talking about was for the people. Right. It was for the culture. It was for making sure that we stayed on track. And there's many times that, that I've, I've gotten off track and he's pulled me back on. And, you know, there are times when we get going so fast and we forget the mm -hmm. culture. We mm -hmm. forget why we're here, why we're so passionate about what we do. And, and really the passion that comes um, from the leadership is all about the people. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, Brandon knows it firsthand, we've veered off track and now, and, and we get back on track and mm -hmm. yeah. we, we have meetings with each other. And 90% of the time when we get off track, it's because we didn't communicate. We didn't communicate well. We said things that maybe we shouldn't have said or we could have said them in a better way. Mm. So 90% of the time when, when our culture starts to get off track and change, it's only because we of the communication breakdown. Well, I, I think that uh, one of the unique things about your organization is certainly culture. And uh, if Brandon won't say it, I will. The the brainchild behind the marketing campaigns and the video and the social media stuff that you guys do is Brandon's creation. He's oh, yeah. incredibly gifted with that. And so uh, we have terms around here. We call it getting the person on the right seat on the bus, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, the the most amount of time we can spend in our passions and proficiencies, uh, the better. You know, we also yeah. have dispassionate and non-proficient. So, oh, yeah. so it's a Michael Hyatt book, but uh, that, that's, we're constantly around here trying to get the most amount of uh, my time or Brandon's time or Alyssa's time or whoever in those two areas. And when you do, the fruit is, is enormous and, and you're re feel rewarded and, and, you know, a lot of gratitude and, and, uh, and stuff about your job. So. And sometimes in a, in a position like with heat, for those who don't know what HVAC means, it's heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. For those who don't know, that's We're okay. all very passionate <laughs> about it in winter yeah. and yeah. in August. So, sure. but, but yeah, I mean, you get people on the right seat on the bus, you have a culture that's, that's um, more healthy, and that's probably what led, I'm not sure who chose this or who uh, came up with that idea of the love first thing is a big thing for you guys, right? Yeah, it's Brandon. Well, yeah. what, what happened was that the way love first came around, 
um, we decided to ask every one of the, the people who work for us, work with us. None of them are employees. They don't work for anybody. We all work together. And I hate the word employee. And I keep, I say that on every, every podcast, every time <laughs> that I'm interviewed. But um, so the way that came about was we interviewed each one and just talked to them. What, what is it? that you like about Advantage Heating? I believe that was the question that was asked. Brandon was there doing were, an interview. There were several questions. I mean, my goal was for it to get authentic responses. So mm-hmm. I just kind of get them chatting and ask a few different variations of questions until I could kind of see that spark where they forgot mm-hmm. the camera was on. And there was a recurring theme that was coming out of these responses. And Will um, actually said something along the lines of um, what we... Um, we're a love advantage is a love first company. What we do is heating and air conditioning, but what we try to offer first is love. And that was just like, a, and then over the, over the course of several different meetings, that was just becoming this recurring thing where people were like, you know, if we're just loving and caring about the people that we're working with or the people that we're working for, like our clients and customers, everything's going to go so much better. And it just kind of slowly became this focus mm. and it was will that actually coined the term itself mm, so yeah. i was like we should do some i want to do something that's like lead with love but that doesn't it's not punchy like it doesn't feel like it lands and right will was standing there and right away he said yeah like love first and i was like that's it that's it there you go isn't that well, funny that same thing happened to us like we have somebody who i mean yeah i was an employee or sorry mm-hmm a team member yes. not, whatever you want to call that yeah, um, <laughs> that we have um, a group that meets you know Salem Chamber and the Kaiser Chamber meets here and one of the guys who attends and is um, the owner or of uh, Summit he's one of the managers yeah, yeah. He, he was like yeah you know the wreck is way more than a bowling alley and like yeah. now that phrase we've taken that and that's on our shirts our it's employee shirts now and yeah. all yeah. that Super stuff it's dope. like that awesome. the idea that someone has it's succinct and it's it's like well communicated it's it's beautiful yeah because you know of course it's a bowling alley but we've got a live stage and a podcast studio and a restaurant and you know all that other stuff he's like yeah Bowling alley isn't an accurate description. Right. So it's cool when other people see it and yeah. chime in. So yeah. yeah, it got him a free T-shirt. So there you well, go. Well, we we even <laughs> <laughs> we we actually developed Brandon and and the team developed um, shirts, yeah. sweatshirts, T-shirts, tank tops, and all that that mm-hmm. just say love first and. Uh, hopefully, I mean, my thought process is let's get that across the United States. I mean, what if someone's yeah. wearing a love first shirt? You know, and, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I think that that could be very powerful. It's We're working on getting it off the ground, but <laughs> you know yeah. how it is. It, it, mm-hmm. Everything just takes time and it's very difficult. And but, you got this full-time gig trying yeah. to keep all of us cool in the summer and <laughs> warm in right. the winter, yeah. right? So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you guys have been a great partner to, to Valor, so I just wanted why we got you on the air. Just thanks so much for how you guys support us and, you know, and what you're doing in the community. I think we're, we're as your organization, our organization, I think we're trying to row together, you know, to yeah. uh, to help where we can. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you guys lead in a really similar way. And then, you know, for me, you guys do so much media. So that's obviously right up my alley. And every yeah. time I come in here, I'm like, man, this this place is so cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, we hear a lot like, man, I wish I had a place like this when I was young. I said, yeah, so do I. You know? Yeah, right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, let's say a couple of maybe questions. What are something you do daily or weekly that you just are really uh, – passionate about or disciplined about maybe or you know that you think really affects you one thing that we do at every meeting which is so cool we started doing this and it's changed our meetings it's changed the whole feel of a meeting a lot of times a meeting is you come in and it's about 
guys, we did this good, but we did this really bad. Mm. And what we do is we ask each person before we start the meeting, what good has happened in, is happening in your life? Mm. every meeting and we go around the room and everybody talks about what's happening in their life. And, you know, sometimes it's just like, uh, I'm really struggling today and, and, and I, I don't know, but by hearing the other people talking about what's good, you can usually come up with something that is like, Oh yeah, well, I went out to dinner last night or, you know, I, and, and really that it's as simple as that. I, sure. I got to hang out with my mom. Yeah, You know, I got to have her for the weekend. Um, but that has really changed all of our meetings to very positive, even though we have to talk about some, sometimes we have to talk about some difficult things. However, by starting that way, and, and the other morning I, we were in a meeting and I knew we were going to, I started talking and I said, wait a minute, we didn't go around the room and say, and, and it, the whole atmosphere was really tense and really, oh my goodness, you know. Because I don't always go to this meeting. <laughs> and so right. it was really, really, there was a lot of tension. But once they went through and they're laughing and joking and talking about each other's, you know, experience and what's going good, it changed the whole feel of that meeting. Well, it, what's beautiful about that is like you either get all these people who are able to share about something exciting, they feel heard, and then they also, you're pointing people towards something good to mm-hmm. start. Or you get a good idea of like who in the room is not like in a great place and you can understand and be more like sympathetic right. and empathetic in those difficult Absolutely. conversations to those people. That's Absolutely. Cool. It's interesting how similar our cultures are. We have a saying kind of it's just, just as much about us as it is what we do, right? If we can't continue mm-hmm. to try to get this right, you yeah. Know, then yeah. Well, we also um, uh, yesterday in the meeting we went around and okay, now you have to say something good about the person on the right. What what do you see in them? Mm. And that changes the whole perspective too, because now you're you're not just talking about what happened in your life, but now you're telling them what they do that's really well. And a lot of times, you know, we, like I said, we get busy and we don't pat each other on the back. And that is just like a big pat on the back. Wow, I didn't know that you noticed that mm. I did those things. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. What's something maybe you do, Brandon? Um, one thing that we've been doing the last couple of years that I think has been really impactful for several different reasons is we record a ton of our internal meetings and not everything's going to be interesting or applicable to uh, from somebody on the outside. So it's not like we show every minute of every meeting, um, but we do our best to cut out the clips that might be interesting to other people. I think that's done a couple of things. Number one, you can talk about what we're like and what we do, but anybody can say whatever they want and put it out there for the PR. But when you film and record enough and you go, you can go back months or years and you can see, man, every meeting they're talking about these things. Every meeting is focused on the customer and the employees and what can we do to better serve each other, better serve our clients? How can we get better as a team? And I think that's done a couple of things. I think number one, um, you know, not everybody goes to every meeting and some of some stuff only happens in our management or leadership meetings. And then it's up to those leaders to, you know, trickle it down to the rest of the team. But I think when you're always showing that on social media, it helps people um, who maybe aren't in those meetings all the time, get an opportunity to see what's been uh, happening and what's been getting said. And then obviously for the potential customers or our followers on social media, they're constantly getting to see what we're trying to do on the back end, the kind of stuff that a lot of people would never see from a company. And I've really appreciated that. And and another thing that we've added that we're really ridiculously consistent on is our TikTok channel. And 
I think our TikTok channel gets an op- gives people an opportunity to see just kind of our fun and silly side of things. People will come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, I saw the TikToks you guys did yesterday. They were hilarious. Or that one was really great. And you can see a little ripple effect that happens internally because then mm. everybody is like joking about their coworker who just did this ridiculous thing on TikTok or whatever it was or something funny and relatable that happens all the time. And I think that that, even if it's not doing a lot externally yet, we only have like 16, 1700 followers on there. It's doing a lot internally already. And you can see that kind of excitement and it, it, it tends to bring out more of the fun in the workplace just because it's being shown and I don't know, becomes more part of the culture, I guess. Yeah, that's good. Craig Groeschel has a saying, he said, uh, people follow people who are always real more than people who are always right. And so I think that's kind of what you're modeling. I right? like that. that uh, there's some reality to we're human, you know, right. uh, you know, we make mistakes. The difference yep. is for me, I, hope I apologize. And then we move forward. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, and it's, it's transparency. I mean, Brandon came to me with this idea of, Hey, let's put everything out there. Let's let everybody see who we really are, what we really do. And these are real meetings. When we put them out there, they're not canned. They're not, I mean, we just put up a camera and a mic and the meetings just go and they go the way that they we really operate a meeting. And so when people are seeing that out there, it's the real deal. There's nothing held back. And, you know, for me as an owner, you get really kind of scared. Okay. uh, How do we be that transparent? And basically we're giving any heating company the playbook of how to run a successful heating company. I mean, this is what we do and, and we've grown over and over and over again. Um, I'm going to throw something out there that was such a huge honor and so humbling to me and to the rest of the team. Um, we, we actually, so I start over Daikin is the largest manufacturer in the world. You can take the big three that, you know, you can put them all together and they're still not as big as Daikin. And we actually won the number one award for North America, not just Oregon, not just the Northwest. We're talking the whole North America, Canada. And and that was such an honor. And it wasn't because of our volume, even though we did have a a good volume, it was because of our culture, um, what what we represent and how we represent Mm. their product. And I mean, it was it was such an honor to to win that. Yeah. That um, I mean, so cool. tears in many people's eyes just because yeah. of of that honor. And um, do you have anything to add? Because I'm no, go ahead. It's good. Floundering. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a few questions we kind of try to almost ask every person we have here on the hot seat. But uh, what's the best idea you ever ripped off? I mean, there's nothing new under the sun, right? But I mean, from, uh, and I unashamedly do this on a nonstop basis, right? I mean, you get a good idea and, and use it. Oh, yeah. But uh, it could be personally, mm. it could be, you know, operationally or whatever. I mean, to be honest, I've already picked up one that I'm going to implement in our organization that what you guys shared today. So I've, yeah. I've ripped off. 80% of my ideas. Sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, even down to why I decided to take on social media and then eventually all of uh, marketing for Advantage. I was listening to Gary Vee's story and I had been a fan of his for probably a year and a half or so. And I'd actually read his book 10 years prior and didn't, you know, when I found him again, it took me a while to even realize it was the same guy whose book had inspired me. Um, 
And he was telling his story about his dad's company. His dad owned a liquor store. They're doing like three to four million dollars a year in revenue. He came in, did a bunch of the marketing, found things that worked really well and expanded it to like 50, 60 million a year over the course of about a decade. And it was probably the 10th, 20th, 30th time I'd heard him tell that story. And it was like a light bulb went off. You know, it was like, this is literally the same thing, except it's not liquor. It's HVAC almost down to the exact numbers and everything. So just taking that idea and being like, hey, I'll do this nights, weekends for free until you can afford to pay me. Let's see what this can do. And we talked about it for a couple weeks. I think I eventually showed him a section of a keynote speech from Gary Vee to kind of convince him like, no, this will be big. And from there, I just started following, and I, I was to a degree, but really expanded the number of people that I was following that were doing really well at uh, social media and content marketing. And that's how I've learned the vast majority of everything that I've done is just by watching other people, seeing what works, and not even necessarily listening to just what they say, but then going and looking, okay, how are they actually implementing it and trying to reverse engineer it for us? And so 70 to 80% probably of anything I've done to this point has been sort of reverse engineering other people's work, even our, even some of the direct mail and stuff like that. Some of the stuff I took on at the beginning of this year, I had zero experience in. I was mostly just doing Facebook and then eventually some Instagram and sort of getting my feet wet in some other stuff. But I had to go through and research tons of different things. So it's hard to put my finger on just one. But yeah. quite frankly, if you're seeing people doing something that works and you can figure out why it's working, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you use right. it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on last week's episode, we had Kevin Dial, and I, I got texts and other stuff about something I, I had said. And uh, again, not an original idea. I'm not sure where I got it. But I said, you, you pay tuition for wisdom one of two ways. You either pay upfront tuition or it gets more expensive by learning it on your lumps. Mm -hmm. so you can learn it from others, or you mm -hmm. can learn it from your yeah. own, you know, your own tough experiences. So, yeah. Well, just to, um, you know, tout what Brandon did, we actually, within about two years, we cut out four million dollars worth of uh, business. We decided to get out of a couple things: new construction, commercial, and I sold a two million dollar company up in Portland because we needed to scale back mm. and we've grown 300 percent in the last about three years so including getting rid of all that. including right yeah so, yeah. so we got rid of four million dollars worth but we grew over and over year after year after year wow that's uh it's, it's so many parallels i know Alyssa, you'd, you'd chime out on this there's there's uh the same lure for us as a nonprofit. there's so much that people would like you to do right and uh, mm -hmm. but the better we get at just staying on mission, right? Yeah, and getting really good at that, yep. uh, it makes a, our influence and, and our impact grow, even though it seems more narrow, right? Yeah, which so is another way of saying what you exactly. Guys, you know, when, when we when we decided, hey, we're really good at uh, coming in, repairing your furnace, coming in and replacing your furnace and air conditioner, and just being that kind of a company that's when we really decided to, I mean, that's what really created the growth, but also we had to have the, um, the talent yeah. of Brandon behind that mm. absolutely, so that people knew who we were. And, and most of the things that you see that come out on marketing are his idea yeah, or a collaboration of his team. And right. it's, it's amazing to watch the team and, and how 
these ideas just start popping out. I mean, yeah, and it's something beautiful always comes out of you have uh, somebody who's on your team that's kind of breaking out of their shell. Or they're having these ideas. They're kind of mm-hmm. in a more creative space mm-hmm. and fanning those flames. A lot of amazing things come from that. We have an employee here that just recently started. She, she was like, she's not super new or super like a longevity of an employee but she was like you know i kind of have these ideas and we're like yeah like let's run with it like what would that look like and like teaching her you know if we're going to add this thing to the menu and we're like okay well let's these are the things you need to think about if you're doing that teaching her kind of like the back end rather than just i have an idea teaching her about that and so she's been really flourishing and coming up with all these ideas and not all of them were good but that's the way it is and you just you know a lot of beautiful things will come from that um in the same way that beautiful things came from brendan finding his i guess seat on the bus as we'd call it and and running with it yeah i think that's a huge key i mean there's no way we, not just my department, but company-wide would have been able to pull off what we've done if it wasn't for having a plethora of ideas. Hmm. And I think, I mean, that goes back to why it's um, so powerful to have the kind of culture that we have is when people feel safe, they feel heard, they feel excited, they're passionate, they see what the vision is and they, they align with it. The amount of additional creativity that flows just from them feeling that way is is huge and then when you actually show them when their good ideas are presented hey we're going to implement them right away now it just fosters even more excitement to want to come up with new ideas and the amount of ownership that people take when the company is made of everybody's ideas it just you you can't get a more uh powerful dynamic than that i don't think yeah Yeah, man uh time flies uh Mm -hmm. we're definitely gonna have to have you guys back sure appreciate i know both of you are busy and uh making things happen appreciate you carving out time to be with us and uh sharing all the experiences so yeah yeah. thanks for being here thank you thank you guys yeah this is awesome Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Advantage Heating and Air Conditioning, you can visit AdvantageHeatingLLC.com. Listen to our new podcast episode air every Saturday at 11 a.m. on KSLM. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring.